Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this edition of the Insane Things Podcast, where we run down the most insane things that happened this week. We only cover those that have the potential to change everything or that we've never seen before. Insane thing number one. After three years, the New York Times finally breaks down and admits it. Masks never worked. Not the surgical masks we all had to wear and not the N95s. Do we get an apology from the New York Times because they've said on multiple occasions those who refuse to wear their mask or adopt masking policies were killing people. Guess they got it wrong. No, no apology from them. You never get the truth until it's no longer politically useful. So a full month, they blocked out for a month the British Gold Standard Institution Cochrane study, the most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks. And Cochrane is really the gold standard for the medical industry. They found the masks never worked. Now, this was easily knowable. Since the early 1900s, scientists have been publishing studies saying that they didn't do anything to stop viruses. Tons of studies. I ran through most of them on my show. So you can either listen to me or other talkers like me. This is for all these trolls listening to this podcast and those listening for the first time. Or you can use publications like CNN and the New York Times and they'll just lie to you and eventually tell you the truth three years later. So you can listen to me now and get the truth or wait three years and go through the rigmarole. I'd rather go straight to the truth. Folks, this is incredible because remember, the FBI, um, there's 80 of them full time that do nothing but censor out of their war room. One of the groups that the FBI censored for was the CDC. And one of the things they censored, took down posts for, caused people to lose their accounts for, was saying that masks didn't work. So this is straight from the FBI. Apparently, I guess there's been a green flag somewhere. We're allowed to speak of this now. I got my first ever strike and did my first ever turn in Facebook jail over masks. You want to know what I did? I took a photograph of the back of a box, the manufacturer's warning on a box of masks that flat out said that the masks, surgical, didn't stop viruses. I put it on Facebook. It was marked false. 
the actual manufacturer's warning from the box. Guess the FBI didn't appreciate it. By the way, this comes after the New York Times admits that the lockdowns didn't do any good at all to stop the spread of COVID and might have made it worse. Why do I bring this up? To remind you that it's a two-pronged approach. The media lies, obfuscates, blacks out the dozens of studies from decades before COVID showing masks don't work. While on the other hand, the other arm of the Democrat Party, the FBI censors those who'd counter it, including some of the foremost virologists on Earth. And I want you to remember this for the next narrative they run. I want you to remember not what it's like now when we're laughing at them, but what it was like at the time. The absolute unmitigated pressure from work to Walmart to put that mask on and how intense it was, how ubiquitous it was at its height. That's the power of their lies. And if we can remember how they lie next time, they won't have nearly as much power. By the way, saw a great meme on this online the other day, and it said this. If you ever wondered how you would have reacted in Nazi Germany, now you know. Insane thing number two, this lie from Kamala Harris. For working families, we have reduced heating and electricity bills. So folks have more money in their pocket to buy things like school supplies, replace the dishwasher, or take a family vacation. Wow. Okay. That comes out literally the same time the Biden USDA and the Bureau of Labor Statistics data shows massive spikes in utility bills. 12% on average across the board, 27% year over year for fuel oil, and 26.7% for natural gas. The Biden methane tax that he put on natural gas alone will cause a 17% hike across the board on average in utility bills. So she knows what she's doing. She's saying this exactly as the utility bills from January, the new tax on natural gas went into effect on January 1st. She's saying this as the utility bills for January arrive in February and sticker shock ensues. Why is she saying this? Because this is the Democrats' new strategy. It's not, it's the economy, stupid, or make a good economic argument. It's flat out lie, because we've got a war room full of FBI agents, 80 of them, who, as it gets closer to the election, will simply censor reality for us. We know this as fact from the Twitter files. And we know that among the groups the FBI agents censor for, millions of posts, the Democrat National Committee, the head of the Democrat Party. This is a new strategy, straight out of the former USSR. And it's the third time they've done it this year. Last week, Joe Biden told us our grocery bills were going down just as his USDA and Labor Department published shocking details about food inflation and predictions for the coming year. Bottom line, it's going to get worse than last year. Why are they saying these things? For the same reason that after we had a recession in the first six months of this year, the Biden administration came out and said we weren't in a recession. Didn't mind we had the traditional definition of a recession, two quarters of negative growth. At first, the media laughed nervously. The Washington Post mocked Biden openly. But within a week or two, they'd all fallen in line. See, what Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are doing is telegraphing to the media, yes, but also to all the bloggers and the liberal YouTubers and the folks at the Huffington Post 
that you either repeat our lies, these are going to be the talking points, or you obfuscate, as they did on the recession. Media immediately began acting like, well, it's just so confusing. We can never know if we're in a recession. Oh, yes, we can. There's a very specific metric for it. That's what you're seeing. In the new era, they'll just lie. Like, if they want to tell you before the midterm that they created 1.1 million jobs, but they actually only created 21,000, a jobs apocalypse, they just put out fake numbers, 10 lie. And they did. It's bizarre, but it's how they'll operate going forward because they can. They now have the FBI censoring for them as the main conduit for 14 of the 15 tech platforms. So if you want the truth, you could just go on Twitter. At least, well, that's still legal. And before Elon Musk gets put in prison on trumped up charges, which believe me, they're working furiously at right now ahead of the 24 election. Speaking of prison, insane thing number three, we're beginning to see the use of kangaroo courts in the United States of America. And before the year's out, you'll see the bizarre spectacle of Donald Trump, it appears, indicted by a Fulton County jury for either election tampering or election fraud. That's right. The victim of the biggest absentee ballot election fraud indicted and tried for the crimes of those who did it to him. We know this because the whack job head of a special grand jury in Georgia all but came out and told us this week that Trump will be indicted and those around him, mainly for a phone call to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger asking him to find out what was so screwed up about the votes in Georgia, which is somehow a crime when Republicans do it. Here's what's insane about that. Most Americans, including people on our side, still think our courts are intact. They're not. What the left is going to continue to do is to try us in blue areas with blue judges, where a grand jury, upon finding out your partisan affiliation, will indict you 100% of the time, and you'll be found guilty, no matter what the evidence is or whether it even matches the statute you're being prosecuted under. That's why Fulton County was chosen for this trial. In this brave new dual justice system, it works the other way, too. Take the D.C. trial of... FBI criminal Michael Sussman. He was found not guilty. They interviewed the jurors later. D.C. is 90% Democrat by registration. And they admitted he was totally guilty of the felony level crime he was charged with. It's just that he was an FBI agent and they liked him. So they just let him off. They admitted any one of us who gets tried on anything in those courts is going down. And that's what's happening in Fulton County, Georgia. But here's what's not on trial, the grotesque voter fraud in Georgia. I still have this paper yellowing now. It's from a file by an independent contractor who analyzed the voter rolls in Georgia. This was filed in court on behalf of the Trump team, but this was an independent analysis, certified and sealed. Here's how they stole the state of Georgia. 10,315 dead voters voted. That's easy to find out. You just cross-reference their names with a Social Security death list. Out-of-state voters who voted in-state, that's easy to find, too, with just the rolls and the voting records. You don't even need ballots because all you got to do is compare it to the records filed with the U.S. mail when you change your address or, again, the Social Security records. Guess what? 20,312 of them voted. That's not a surprise. The Democrats and Stacey Abrams all but campaigned for them to do it. What about those who voted absentee illegally 
after the deadline had passed. There were 305,000 of those in Georgia. How many votes did Biden win by again in Georgia? 11,779. So like I said, we'll never know who actually won the election in Georgia. It's unknowable. And every one of them got away with it. While Trump is going down in a kangaroo court for the crimes, it appears the Democrats are somewhat committed. Insane thing number four. This week, to teach us a lesson, all of us who don't vote Democrat, the Biden administration stubbornly clung to the new standard they're setting. You'll see this one again. East Palestine is just the first. If you're in a heavily Republican voting area and a natural disaster occurs, screw you. You're not getting any money. This will become an entitlement for Democrats. That's why even at the high political cost, Joe Biden and Pete Buttigieg, his transportation secretary, are paying. They're clinging, clinging to this, doing everything they can to keep from appearing. Donald Trump for, finally forced Buttigieg's hand on that. But most importantly, from giving out a cent in disaster money. FEMA is re- refusing to declare East Palestine a disaster area. This is the same agency that declared monkeypox a national emergency and gave a heap of money to San Francisco and New York, where a lot of gay men live. FEMA told East Palestine residents this week that if they're afraid of the water, afraid to shower with it or use it from their tap, they should just stay in a hotel room. Oh, and save your receipt because FEMA might pay it later. Well, you know what they should do? Apparently, join Al-Qaeda. Because while the Biden administration was busy stiffing the people of East Palestine, whose properties aren't going to be worth much, if anything, he was busy helping Majid Khan, a high-value Al-Qaeda terrorist with at least 12 kills to his name. Biden quietly released him from Gitmo, God knows why, and cut a deal with the country of Belize to ship him there. It included a $300,000 payment. This terrorist, Majid Khan, will go free. As part of the deal with Belize, which included $300,000 for his care from U.S. taxpayers, he'll get a free house, three bedrooms, free health care, money to start a business, expenses to move his family there, and more. Who's this guy? He was working in an office tower on 9-11 and watched the plume of smoke rise from the Pentagon. He was awe-inspired. He thought it was the coolest thing ever. So he decided he'd join Al-Qaeda. And he did, working his way up the ranks. By the way, he is the son of asylees. This country took it. He came here at 16, and this is how he repays us. Anyway, he ended up running errands for 9-11 mastermind Khalid Sheikh Mohammed eventually and helped him plot to blow up Pakistan's then-president Pervez Musharraf. He actually wore a suicide vest packed with explosives and waited at a mosque for Musharraf, one of our key, again, allies. Yeah, well, eventually, Musharraf didn't show up that day. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed sent him back to the U.S. as a sleeper agent to attack gas stations and poison water supplies. But Mohammed would call him back to help him mastermind a 2003 hotel bombing, killing a dozen people. The Biden administration says your tax dollars spend for his health care and to build him a house might seem expensive, but actually they're paying, they're saving you money because it costs $13 million a year to house him at Gitmo. So they're just looking out for you. Oh, by the way, Belize 
Yeah, that's about a day's drive from the Mexican border, which, as you know, is wide open. But totally don't worry, because he says he's reformed. He doesn't want to kill Americans anymore. He's adopted a live and let live attitude, he says. Again, the residents of East Palestine are told to save their hotel receipts and they might get a refund from FEMA. This guy joins Al-Qaeda and gets a house. The founders are rolling in their graves, screaming, the British never did anything this bad to us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Insane thing number six. I often tell you if you want to know what's going on in America and what it looks like is going on in America, you've got to read newspapers around the world. This historic piece in Pakistan today pretty much nails it. They declared the dollar debt a few weeks ago. Why? Because Russia and China were winning. That might sound strange, but the propaganda around Ukraine in the U.S. is as thick now as it ever was about COVID. They're hosing you about Ukraine and how that's going on the order of, hey, masks work. One by one, day by day, countries are joining Russia and China in BRICS or in economic agreements that all have one feature. They stop trading either energy or commodities or both in dollars. The latest this week was Iraq. They're now going to let China buy everything from Iraq, which includes a lot of energy, in, guess what, yuan. And what does that mean? Every other country is going to want to do it too. A large chunk of our dollar's value, as you know, is based on the fact that it's the world's reserve currency. Everybody trades in it. This is why America's elites want so badly to go to war with Russia. But they're deluding themselves. They've got this crazy theory that they can accommodate China, collect their paychecks, because the leaders of both parties are paid off by China, and go to war with Russia. And somehow they'll be able to stop this, ignoring the reality of the fact that China and Russia are joined at the hip in their determination, their utter, absolute and complete war against the dollar and their determination to collapse it. Egypt just joined Iraq, by the way. They just submitted an application for BRICS membership, which means they want to join the economic partnership called BRICS between Russia, China, Brazil, India, and South Africa. They're forming their own economic system. That's why we're trying to kill Putin. So many of our elites, many of them on the Chinese payroll, have told themselves that, hey, you know what? China's our partner. So we'll just accommodate them and they'll leave us alone. China? Wipe that grin right off their faces this week. Shocking Washington by throwing in with Russia, saying they back Russia. They're a two for one deal. Then indicating that they'll provide lethal aid to Russia. What are they saying? It's shocking, actually, because what we just announced our troops are going to be on the ground operating Patriot missiles. Ukrainians can't operate them alone. And our tanks, we just rolled the 101st Airborne into Europe for the first time since the Second World War. Putin knows what that means. So does China. 
We don't send the 101st Airborne unless we're at war. They went to Iraq. So what does that mean? That means that China just said, we're going to kill your soldiers on the ground in Ukraine. We're going to help Russia do it. Shock ensued in Washington. And all the right people began giving interviews saying that China didn't really mean it, but they do. And half the world is not on our side. You'd never get that from the mainstream media here in the West. It's highly sterilized. But just about every week that passes, another nation announces it either intends to join BRICS or it's joining the BRICS bank. What does that mean? They're going to stop trading in dollars. What does that mean for you? Well, if this continues, you'll be able to watch the price of your groceries tick up by the hour as as countries abandon us. This week, in addition to Iraq, Belarus was the latest nation to announce it's considering joining. So is Iran, Argentina, Indonesia, Algeria, Turkey, Egypt, Guatemala, Kazakhstan, Nigeria, Senegal, Nicaragua, and of course, Saudi Arabia and Egypt. None of them have sanctioned Russia because they see us as the aggressor and China and Russia as the likely winner. They want to be economically allied. And there's a price for that. You got to drop the dollar for your commodities and energy purchases. That's it. In our elites, they got this cockamamie idea. They can somehow go to war in Ukraine when they're somehow. And as they had Zelensky parroting this week, Zelensky doesn't say anything we don't tell him to say because he wants the money. They had Zelensky threatening Russia over the last couple of weeks that we'd be rolling our tanks into Moscow, bombing Russian cities. The idea being that we'll somehow defeat Russia economically and militarily so badly they'll overthrow Putin. Or maybe we'll get close enough inside Russia. We can kill him ourselves. And then this de-dollarization will somehow stop. China wiped out that childish fantasy this week by reminding America, nope, we're in it for the long term with Russia. We're partners. If you want to take out Russia militarily, Somehow, to stop this de-dollarization, we're going to be right there. You can fight us too. Oh, and good luck with our Navy. Which is insane thing number seven this week. This headline in the UK Daily Mail. China's naval fleet is growing and the US can't keep up with the warship buildup as Beijing uses its sea power to project an increasingly aggressive military posture globally. Who said this? Oh, our own naval secretary. He says we can't take on China on the seas. Cool. How about China and Russia combined? Yeah, good luck with that. How silly did we look this week after this? The Biden administration promised China consequences for its lethal aid threat. Again, that aid's going to be used against our soldiers to kill them. They promised consequences. You know, like your mom does when she doesn't actually intend to punish you because she's too lazy or wrapped up in her shows and her boyfriend. And then she never says what the consequences are. And the kids know they can resume Swinging from the chandeliers? Yeah, we promised consequences, but didn't say what those would be. And then we said we were going to drop another couple hundred soldiers on Taiwan, bringing us up to a total of about 230 to 250. That was the tell. The thing that would have gotten China's attention, the one thing that can stop China, and we do have quite a bit of power here, is that over 50% of what they sell, we buy. If we were serious about countering China, And we're not. Our Pentagon and our president are simply too compromised by China. After all, never forget, the Pentagon made COVID in the Wuhan lab with the Chinese. And the Chinese have 
the receipts for the $39 million that the Pentagon spent doing that, funneled through Echo Health Alliance. Again, if you want the details on that, they're in previous Battleground podcasts. From a purely compromise standpoint, as in they're compromised, our Pentagon leaders, the Washington elites, the heads of the Democrat Party, they can't take on China because China has the receipts. And China declared this week there is going to be peace between Russia and the United States of America. How powerful is China? Well, I'd refer you back to that balloon. The Pentagon lied to the American people rather than shoot it down. And then when they couldn't deny its presence anymore, remember they told us that they only spotted it on the 28th, too late to shoot it down. And then we learned they're lying from CBS. They spotted it on the 21st. They had all the time in the world to shoot it down. They just didn't want to make China mad. Yeah? Well, how are they going to go to war with China? Plus Russia. Russia called their bluff. With China at their side, all we could do was bark about consequences. Because we don't dare, they don't dare, to do the one thing that would bring China to its knees that would have, had Trump gotten a second term, destroyed China. Trump's tariffs. Oh, and some sanctions. We quickly scaled down what we purchase from them. It would devastate them. It'd probably even save the dollar. But... Biden would have to unleash energy to do it because we'd have to manufacture our own stuff. That ain't going to happen. Washington is over a barrel as country after country, week after week, join Russia and China in the new economic alliance that stands to wreck the dollar. Trump could fix it pretty easily if he was in office. So could Ron DeSantis. But I don't know if there's going to be time. We're going to have to wait at least two years for that. And that's just too long. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.